Thank you for listening today to the Kingdom Business Coaching KBC Keys Podcast. And now your hosts, the co-founders of Kingdom Business Coaching, Patrice Seguet, Scott Landis, and Deborah Slot. Welcome to the KBC Keys Podcast. I'm Patrice Seguet with Scott Landis and Deborah Schlott. We are here again at KBC Keys, continuing our discussions on the growth key. I know you guys are going to tie the growth key soon enough. This week, we're going to deal with <laughs> another aspect of the growth key, which is developing a growth strategy. So we've been, you know, I mean, we've been dealing with values and relationships and, and now growth. And today we're going to deal with strategy. Um, we're going to deal with, okay, how, how do I, now that I understand the theory of growth, I understand the hindrance of growth, I understand the purpose of growth, I've assessed my growth stages, now I'm ready to grow. I want to develop a strategy to take me with, wherever I am in the growth stages, to take me from wherever I am to the next level. But, you know, strategic planning, planning, that's not something entrepreneurs get very excited about. Let's first <laughs> deal with that. You know, I, I don't know about you guys, but... Folks don't like, ooh, I want to plan. <laughs> why Why is it that planning is not something that's very exciting for entrepreneurs? You know, Scott. Well, maybe it's just that they don't understand what uh, the benefit of, of mm. it is. Because I think once you understand the benefit of it, and, and uh, certainly any any client that I've taken through strategic planning that's never done it before, they always are like, wow, that was really great. That I never expected all that. Um, but, you know, so let's talk about the, the there's some pain points. Like um, I was just talking to a guy the other day who they were having a conversation about how to um, in make an investment. And the, the, the guys around the board uh, table were um, just couldn't get on the same page. They were just arguing different points. And I said, do you guys have like aligned core values? And the answer was no. And, you know, to me, that's so obvious. But if you get those and that's a part of strategic planning you get those and all of a sudden those uh those decisions become so much easier and you stop wasting time having discussions about you know what to do you just say okay here's who we are now we know what to do yeah i, I love this you just gave because you talk about not knowing the benefits of planning i mean one of the things that we teach in biblical entrepreneurship is that one of the key benefits of planning is that it does save time the analogy i often give is you know you're going shopping and we've all done this. Mm -hmm. You don't make a shopping list, right? And you go, and how much longer do you spend in the grocery store or the shopping mall uh, to get what you're looking for because you don't have that list? Or think about the days before, uh, before credit cards or debit cards where you literally would carry cash with you and you get your you don't make a shopping list so you get your stuff everything and how many of us have gotten to the counter and realized that uh oh <laughs> i've got what more stuff in my basket than i've got money and there's a long line behind us and you're there trying to decide what you're going to leave what you're going to take take with you and you're so embarrassed because everybody online knows you don't have enough money Right, and the whole thing is you didn't plan enough, so it wastes time, it wastes money, but also it's frustrating, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's frustrating. I'm sure that as they sat there going back and forth, it was not a fun conversation mm -hmm. because they didn't have, they didn't deal with the planning process. Yeah. Deb, you know, what is this about planning that entrepreneurs kind of shy away from? 
Well, entrepreneurs like to do what they like to do, wow. what they're good at. You know, if, if um, I'm a plumber, electrician, I build buildings, I want to go take a hammer and do yeah. that, right? So I think the other part of it, it, and so taking away from that seems to be, um, doesn't seem to make sense um, to them. But I, I think the other part is really the um, coming face to face with what we don't know. Mm. And that can be overwhelming. Um, and I think there are certain parts in the strategic planning process that I've seen where um, that are key places where people tend to give up or want to give up mm. because it seems to be more than what they um, feel that they're capable of doing. I think one of them is around financial planning. Yeah, yeah. Especially the, um, you know, startup costs or uh, estimating um the uh, sales that they're going to have over the next three to five years, you know, that seems to be overwhelming to them, especially those who don't feel familiar with uh, accounting methods or right. or heart or software and how to make that work. Or sometimes the entrepreneur, I feel, you know, I've not been educated. I didn't go to school for this, right? Uh, I may have not finished college or I may have been very good in college academically. So I kind of shy away from this because I see it as more of an, as an academic success. Mm-hmm. I think that's why entrepreneurs say, by the time that I'm done with the plan, it becomes irrelevant. So there's this sense that planning is more theory and not really practical. Another yeah. one, uh, very practical that comes up often is, um, so wait a second, I have to take out a half a day or a whole day or a weekend to do this planning? I mean, I can't take, that's production time mm-hmm. that that's I right. can't take away. And that's, that's right. That's a tough one. That's to, the cost of planning. Yeah, you industry. have to see a return on the investment. Yeah, for sure. You know, we talk about the entrepreneur, but I've had situations where I've had uh, people on staff uh, question, they may not question the logic of planning, or, or in our case, we do retreats, but they kind of see that as taken away from, from production. These are not the entrepreneur. These are actually staff people. So let's talk about it. As an entrepreneur, I want to plan, but my team see it as time taken away from production, and they're measured by production and not planning. What do you guys say to that? Well, you know, I think part of planning that um, is exciting for me is kind of almost at the end of this, and that's where you start thinking about goals and what are you going to be able to achieve. And what are the results going to be? Um, you know, your people need to feel like they're involved in what the plans are and what they um, can contribute. And if they're not have that sense of involvement, then um, it's harder for them to to participate. Yeah, yeah. Scott, I mean, how do I motivate my team? Well, what tends to happen almost invariably is that you have a sense of well-being. There's a there's no no better time for morale than right out of a strategic planning um, day where everybody's voice was heard. We all rallied around some, uh, you know, some key concepts that that we that we all uh, agree with. And there's a synergy and a sense of oneness and a sense of like, we're going to go out there and row the boat all at the same time. And we're going to be faster and more efficient than we ever have. So, you know, the benefit there, um, if you can point to you know, that sense of well-being and morale that comes out of a strategic planning that might help. Mm, good, good. So I need to kind of help my team see the benefit of them for themselves mm-hmm. and really deliver on those promises so they can kind of create this internal momentum. So let's talk about, I, I want to plan. Now you guys, you guys got me excited. I want to plan. 
So that's kind of the components of a strategic plan here. So I'm going to go to each of you. You're going to pick one component, and we're going to kind of talk about it. And, and guys, by the way, I'm putting on the spots here. These are ex-master coaches. If you notice something about you guys, you guys are good on your feet. You're quick on your feet because we have the discussion. After you guys don't know what I'm going to be asking you guys, <laughs> but you guys are always kind of quick and prepared for it, which is good. So if you need a higher coach, Right here, KBC, Deborah or Scott, they have the good ones. So, Scott, let's start with you. So, pick one component and tell us why that's an important component of strategic planning. Well, I say this with individuals mm -hmm. um, that you know that ask me what what do I do here? I'm at this crossroads. I could go this way or that way, and I always, I always, you know, my response is typically. It's not about what to do. It's about who are you. And if we can really understand who you are and, you know, what you're designed, what your design is, then the idea of what to do comes pretty naturally out of that. And so with businesses, it's the same thing. You can really define who are we, which is uh, typically with the core values. Uh, then you can you can say, OK, this is our values. This is what we um this is who we are. This is mm -hmm. this is what we're about. Then the what to do comes out of that. So as I'm thinking about my growth strategy, I need to clarify my, my core values in my strategic plan, mm -hmm. right? Which, by the way, if you've been following the KBC Key, you should, you should have dealt with that audience mm -hmm. during the values key. Mm -hmm. I need to kind of take the outcome of the values discussion and bring it into my strategy because that's part of my planning process. Mm -hmm. And it's really the foundation of the whole thing. Of the whole thing mm -hmm. process. So that's really then for who I am, what kind of culture I'm going to what kind of culture I want to build and so it's funny how these keys are not in isolation of themselves right they're all kind of right. in, a, in, in a interconnect mm -hmm. so Deb pick one component of the strategic plan and talk about why you think that, that, that's important I want to go to the end of it and that's the um, key performance indicators mm. you know identifying those uh, four or five, six items that are going to really run and determine the success of your company that allows you to keep uh, a pulse of what's going on. And that helps to keep your strategic plan relevant. We said earlier that, you know, we think it's just something we do and put away. This is a living, breathing document. KPIs can help you to see that because you're keeping an eye on, on um the activities and your ability to achieve those KPIs. I love it. That shapes your dashboard, right? That's right. Here at Nehemiah, I mean, we measure every month. We have a discussion around our KPIs in terms of where are we against them. And it really helps us to drill down to the things we got to be addressed and so forth. I love what you say. It keeps it relevant. So that it's not a whole list of laundry list of goals you got to review all the time, which you must and you should. But at the end of the day, you, when your KPI narrows it down to three, five, seven, eight, whatever those key ones are, that, that really drives overall performance. Scott, pick another one. We're going to keep going until we run out yes, of time. Yes, I get another one. Because um, <laughs> I really like uh, that big, hairy, audacious goal. When you think about you know, 10, 25 years out, what is the huge accomplishment that this organization is going to do? And I, I like to articulate it as it's sort of a moving target. Like we're going to do the strategic planning process again in, in three months from now. And it might be a little different then. But today, what is that long range target that we're looking to achieve? Like what, you know, big objective 10, 15 years down the road are we going to achieve if we, if, you know, based on who we are and where we're going, where, what is that long range target? 
Now, Scott, when you describe that, I think in the way I would approach it, I think of your vision statement. But you seem to suggest something more than just a vision statement. So I think that I think that this kind of goal that it's it's underlying the vision statement. So the okay. vision is, mm -hmm. you know, where you really see this this mm -hmm. that could be multi-generational. Mm -hmm. um, the big hairy audacious goal is shorter term than that. So if your vision is 25 years, then your big hairy audacious goal is maybe 10. Mm -hmm. But if it's multi-generational, you can push that that BHAG out to 25, mm -hmm. you know, it just, you know, in relation to the vision, it would be shorter term. Yeah. And, and, and you're kind of asking the group to stretch, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. To think out of the box, to say if all things were, if all things were proper aligned, what is the thing that you want? Because part of strategy is that is to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yes, think outside of the box. So yeah. really push yourself. What's See? just beyond um, possible? I love it. I love it. Deb, pick another component. Well, I know that um, the both of you are going to laugh at this, and <laughs> those who know me, but um, I think it's the financials. Ah. And it, it's well known that I, I'm, I'm, you not, love financials. I'm not a numbers person <laughs> particularly, but, you know, I think it's one of those things I've um, embraced because it's uh, so critical. And if... If we, um, many entrepreneurs like to turn over that segment to a bookkeeper, to a CPA, to somebody else, and they really don't know what the numbers are or what they mean. And, you know, you lose your business over it. We see it happen um, on in the news and on TV where someone didn't keep their eye on what, what others were doing in their business. They didn't know the status of their flocks. Mm. Um, they didn't... Um, didn't realize that they were in um, trouble uh, or what the numbers really meant for them. And so I, I would say we uh, we have an obligation to know that about our business, um, an obligation not only to ourselves, but to our staff and to others that um, our stakeholders, our families and others in our business. I love it. Here's how important this thing is there is that we, we have a whole show dedicated on called Financing Your Growth. And there we're going to really deal with, with the financial piece because there you're talking about the fact that no great strategy is ever effective if you don't have the financial element of it. And we're going to talk about our next program, just deal with how do you finance this growth? Because there's two dimensions. There's capitalizing the growth, but it's also the dimension of properly looking at the financial implication of the growth in terms of the sales revenue and all those kind of things. That's right. We'll deal with that. Scott, pick another one. What component of, of Another strategy? One? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go with um, crafting a purpose statement. Mm. So if the values answers, who are we? Purpose uh, answers, why are we? Mm. Why are we here? Why do we exist? What, what would the planet be missing if we were wiped off the planet? So why are we here? And, um, you know, purpose, you know, answering that why question. I mean, there's a book called Start With Why, and sure. the author just talks about constantly why, why, why. The entire book is all about start with why. So it's super important to really articulate why we're here and get everybody on the same page, and a lot of synergy uh, occurs when you when you get that articulated. And I look at this as the motivation, right? If you could tap into your core motivation, which is the driver, that's the passion, that's mm -hmm. the emotion. That's right. Um, it's not about what you do, it's why you're doing mm -hmm. it. That's gets what you up fuels, in the morning. gets you up in the morning. Mm -hmm. If you can tap into that, that is exciting. There, we got and time for another one from you. What, what would you pick? Which component? Oh, I know. 
I sound so analytical. I don't know, but no, I, I, I love that. You got to flip. You I, don't know, look one. I know. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Um, the SWOT analysis. Mm. I think we learn a lot about mm. um, what's going on internally and externally. So our internal strengths and, and weaknesses, what can we capitalize on? What do we need to strengthen? Externally, mm. what are opportunities that we're missing? And what are the threats that could be coming towards us? And can we? And how do we minimize those threats? And it's good to review that on a quarterly basis. Basis, do a third review on, the, on an annual basis uh, because essentially this gives you an ongoing clear indication mm -hmm. as to what's happening internally and externally. Uh, and, and people need to also understand how to use SWOT to inform strategy. That's right. Right. They're not an isolated part of strategy, but they're but they're a key element of giving you the assessment you need to inform your strategy. So that when I look at your, a good strategic plan. It needs to, I need to see elements of your SWAT throughout your strategy. Well, Scott, give us a last one. Which one would you pick and why? Well, um, well, the vision, we touched on it already, but mm. um, you got the vision is like that, what you can see as far as you can see, what can we accomplish? And then um, the mission is closely tied to that. Mm. So... Uh, Having a clear mission and vision. Yeah. Right. I love it. Some of you guys didn't say this. That the you know, and I'm gonna say that as we close here. The idea of having clear strategic objectives and goals, right? And you talk about the big, hairy kind of uh, uh, audacious goals, and and so I like to look at objective and goals as the engine of your strategy. With all of that, at the end of the day, you need something. You need an engine that will drive this forward. And out of that engine comes your KPIs, right? That's right. You know, so as you can see, guys, there's several components to, to strategy. And it's important, not, you can, no matter what format of strategy you use, what templates you use, at the end of the day, if you have these components and you, and you spend time with it, uh, hopefully with an outside coach to help you facilitate it, it will help you to grow. Wherever you are on the growth stages, you can grow having an, a, a strategy that is relevant, uh, that is properly informed, and that engages all of your stakeholders. And by the way, your strategy needs to be in, in constant with the relationships within the company and aligned to your values. Let's so take it with you. Our time is up, unfortunately. Uh, but this was a fun discussion. It was a little bit mechanical, but it helped our audience understand that you're not going to grow without a period. You, it's great to want to grow, but you need a plan to grow. So, Scott, what's your takeaway here? Um, my takeaway is, you know, we, we talked last time about uh, the, um, the the different life cycle, and we talked about how you have to change your strategy going from one to the other. So, mm. really, in context of the kingdom is life cycle, really think about uh, how a strategic plan can help you advance from one level to the next. So, if you're in profitability, you're trying Good. to get to sustainability. A strategic plan is really going to help you get there. Good, good. All said. Deb, what's the takeaway? Well, you know, this fall time of year, as we approach kind of the ending of it, is um, kind of an exciting time for me. I like looking back at what the plan was for the for this current year and what were the successes and where did I um, not succeed where I thought and then planning for the future and how do I how do we use that information I think that uh, strategic planning can be um, can be a bore but it also can um, depending on how you approach it it can also be something really full of excitement and promise 
Especially when you use a KBC coach, would you guys agree? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Shame does plug there, but it's true. I mean, you know, we make sure you're playing fun and relevant, right? That's right. And plan your growth because you're not going to grow if you don't plan it and plan it appropriately. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this. You know, our next session, we're going to deal with financing your growth, right? Financing your growth. It's going to be a fun discussion. If I'm the other one, no. Okay, how do I finance this thing? How do I make sure that I'm able to attract the resources to make this and make it go at it. Well, again, if you want more information about us and learn more about KBC, visit our website, kbckeys.com. And of course, you can also dare subscribe to this podcast and learn how we can work with you and help you go to that next level as well. Here's my prayer for you. May God give you the grace and favor to build a transformational company that impacts people, planet, profit, and eternity. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. To find out more and to discover some great resources, go to kingdombizcoaching.com. That's kingdombizcoaching.com. Contact us. Our email address is info at kingdombizcoaching.com. And now may God bless your business today.